the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Have you ever wondered... Have you ever wondered why people do what they do? Uh, Let's be honest. Have you ever wondered why you do what you do? Have you ever wondered where the genesis of it? You know, when did I start doing that? Or have you ever wondered when did I stop doing that? Right? Right? Today, I'm going to continue a series that I began last week before I got sick (laughs) about leadership principles. You know, my forte is leadership development. If you go to likeitmatters.net, 31 years now, I've been doing intensive leadership training. And, you know, leadership versus management I was with a, talking to a friend the other day about what is the difference. And, you know, I believe most training out there called leadership training, uh, even though it's good training, is really management training. It's technique. It's do A, B, C, and D, and then E might take place. But leadership development, leadership training is different. See, I believe in order for training to be true leadership training, it must impact you at a personal level level because we lead people we manage things and one of the great qualities of an effective leader is the ability to motivate i remember years ago i was watching a uh, fox news and um um what a famous coach i think it was uh, the bears the bears mike ditka was on there, and uh, he was asked by one of the reporters, uh, you know, I've been told you're, you're a great motivator, that, you know, Coach Ditka's a great motivator, and he said his secret to motivation is to put motivated people around him. But one must ask ourselves, what is motivate? And we're going to talk about the day. Because motivation is the ability to move somebody. And as a leader... I believe it's one of our greatest, greatest abilities. See, leadership development is really personal growth. And personal growth is flat out the most difficult type of growth there is because in order to grow as a person, we have to be willing to accept the possibility that maybe we're not perfect. Maybe we don't have all the answers. Maybe even though we're doing better schmo next door, the lady in the cubicle next to us, maybe, just maybe, there's still room for improvement. And so that requires getting beyond the ego. And if we're going to get beyond the ego, then we got to get beyond the spirit of offense. And that is the spirit of America today. The spirit of America today is not God. It's the spirit of offense. 
And when we're so wrapped up and being offended by every dog whistle, by every eye look, by every tick of the tongue, by every cross look, whatever it is, because we all know the center of the world is us, right? <laughs> and so that's why we start with leadership, because we got to lead. Not a lot of good leadership going on right now. And today we're going to really get into that. Leadership development is really personal growth. See, we lead people and manage things. Since the commodity of leadership is people, and people are the components in relationships and trauma and drama, and since if you look in the mirror, let's be honest, we are a people. You look in the mirror, you see a people, a person. And since you're a people, and you meet another people, and you fall in love, and you procreate little people, and you sell to people, and you buy from people, and you interact with people, and you are a people, shouldn't you know people? I mean, it's logic, right? If you're in the computer business, you understand computers. And I don't care what we do for a living. If we get a paycheck or not, if we call ourselves gainfully employed or a nonprofit, <laughs> we're all in the people business. And what we got to understand is this thing about behavior reinforcement and behavior modification. Today's leadership principle that I'm going to cover, because this is a leadership principle, is any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. Which takes us back to the original statement I make lots of times about leaders. One of the keys for leaders is what do we do with our past? You know, there's an article in uh, Inc. magazine. Uh, it was uh, by Marcel Schwantz. It's called Make the Ask. Says Steve Jobs may longer, no longer be with us, but Apple's co-founder continues to make a lasting impact that will last for generations. In a classic 1994 interview, Jobs illustrated an uncommon habit, uncommon habit found in the most successful people. Most people never pick up the phone and call. Most people never ask. And that's what separates the people who do things from the people who just dream about them. Jobs explains in the interview that at the age of 12, he mustered up the courage to call up none other than Bill Hewlett, the co-founder of Hewlett-Packard. The ask, I want to build a frequency counter, and I was wondering if you have any spare parts that I could have, said Jobs. Amused at the boldness of the boy on the other end of the line, Hewlett laughed and gave Jobs the spare parts. Oh, and a separate job at HP. Jobs says, I was in heaven. See, this single phone impacted Job's life. That one phone call, reaching out, taking a chance, taking a risk. And it taught him one of the greatest lessons of his brilliant career. Be willing to ask for something you want. You know, even the Bible says that. You'll never have, or you don't have because you don't ask. I remember one of the women I dated one time, uh, she said, you know, my dad taught me when I was younger, you'll never get what you don't ask for. It's just interesting. In so many businesses today, fear keeps people from being open to asking for what they want and seeking help from the bosses, peers, and colleagues. And by the way, that's not just in business. That's in personal life. Fear of rejection, fear of embarrassment, low self-esteem, low self-worth, wanting to be liked, having to be perfect, fear of embarrassment. 
lack purpose, not good enough. They're all over. According to research published in Harvard Business Review, 75 to 90% of all people at work give to one another starts with making an ask. Think about that. 75 to 90% of all help people at work give to one another starts with an ask. However, many individuals refrain from asking for what they need as their managers and executives do not encourage or reinforce this behavior. Consequently, nothing ends up happening most of the time. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about this. We are creatures of habit. Remember, as little kids, we're little meaning makers. By the time a child is five years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. That's why we talk about the study of logotherapy. Logotherapy is the pursuit of meaning for one's life. And how do we create meaning? Through the structure of our belief systems, minutia meaning, little interactions. Why, Daddy? Why, Daddy, did he do that? Why, Mommy, did she do that? Why do we say that when that happens? Why do they do that when they meet? Why do they do that when they... We're creating our map of reality. And as little meaning makers, we got to understand that behavior that is reinforced by a positive outcome will tend to repeat itself. And today we want to be local and we want to be global. Today we want to ask this question of ourselves and we want to ask this question of our environment. What are we getting and why are we getting it? Remember, it was that famous scientist, that pretty smart dude called Einstein who defined insanity this way, doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Why, that smart scientist said, that's just wacko, that's just crazy. O pollo loco, it's crazy chicken. Ladies and gentlemen, I might be a lot of things, but el pollo loco is not one of them. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about leadership principles. Today, we're specifying any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. We'll be right back after these messages. It's not a one-time event that you get something out of and then you go home. This is an application that I've been using and I will use for the rest of my life. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. I'm a recent graduate of Leadership Awakening. I've taken leadership courses from the military and work and I've been on self-help journeys my whole life, but Scott Black's Leadership Awakening course is so different than anything I've ever taken or seen, and we all have the same kind of needs. I learned how to prioritize what was important in my life through leadership. Scott chops everything into bite-sized pieces so it's easily digestible. The gift that I got out of that course was something that will be with me for the rest of my life. Everybody needs this. It is life-changing. To learn when you can attend the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. With so many people seemingly determined to abort as many babies as possible and to change our state constitution, you can help a mom make a life decision. With $44 per month, Robbinsdale Women's Center empowers moms to choose life. Donate at rwcinfo.org. 
Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 more than 80 million americans depend on am radio monthly for connection if you value this station help ensure it stays in vehicles for the next generation by visiting dependonam.com hi i'm ronnie deutsch and if you or your business owe money to the irs i've got great news for you tax laws have changed Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-246-1687. 800-246-1687. If I was your mother and you had a drug problem, I'd grab you by the ear and make you call and get help. You can be in treatment tomorrow and start to get clean in seven days. Follow mom's advice and call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. Write this number down. 800-210-7907. 800-210-7907. That's 800-210-7907. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And boy, oh boy, do I have a lot of change coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Boy, I am pumped. Uh, I got a leadership awakening class this weekend in Dallas-Fort Worth. We got a full class of 12 people, 12 souls, who are going to get the ultimate in behavior modification. Or <laughs> get the ultimate and behavior uh, reinforcement, if you will. You know, it's the old carrot and the stick. It is a leadership principle. How do you move people? You know, leadership's about movement, about moving people from point A to point B. You can define what those points are. You can call them whatever pretty fluffy words you want. But really, essence, leadership is about moving people. A good leader in corporations allowed to move people to a point to where they're profitable to the shareholders. Jesus was able to move people to put their life on line. I mean, think about it. Uh, Why Jesus walked this planet, his brothers thought he's a nut job. Came to his house. You better get Jesus out of here. They're going to kill him. He's claiming to be God. And then James, after his death and resurrection, becomes the first leader of the Jerusalem church. And James dies a brutal death because he refused to deny the deity of his half-brother. And so he was thrown from the top of a pinnacle, just like Jesus was tempted. And when he got to the ground, he wasn't dead, so they clubbed him to death with a hammer because he would not deny the deity of Christ. Boy, talk about being motivated. What motivated James, the half-brother of our Lord, to go from calling Jesus a lunatic to calling him Lord, where he gave his life beaten to death instead of denying his deity? 
That's leadership. Talk about movement. Man, some of you used to be pro, pro-choice and now you're pro-life. You call that movement. That's a big movement. See, we are products of our programming. A mother was teaching her daughter the family recipe for making a whole baked ham. It was the very best ham anybody had ever had. So they always followed the recipe carefully because no one knows how to do it, like mama. They prepared the marinade, they scored the skin, put in the clothes, and then came a step the daughter never really understood. But she did it anyways. The instruction said to cut off the ends of the ham. Now, every year this daughter did this, but it didn't make any sense. Year after year, though, she did it because that's what you do. But as she got a little more mature, she finally got the gumption to ask Mama, Hey, Mama, why do we cut off the ends of the ham? Doesn't that make the ham dry out? It doesn't make sense, but it was a great ham. Love the ham. Want to follow instructions, Mom. I'm not disrespecting. Just want to know. Why? We cut off the ends of the ham. You know, said the mother, I I don't know. That's just the way Grandma taught me. But, you know, I thought about that, too. And that is a good question. And you know what? I never thought to ask, but let's let's find out. Let's call Grandma and ask. So they called Grandma. Got Grandma on the phone. Hey, Grandma, why do we cut off the ends of the ham? Is it to let the marinade in? Is it to get it juicier, or what? I mean, what? What's the purpose? With that, Grandma said no. To be honest, I cut the ends off because that's how Mama taught me. I added the marinade step later because I was worried about the ham drying out. But, you know, never thought to ask that question. So let's call Great Grandma and let's ask her. So they all got together and they called the assisted living facility where great-grandma was still living. And the old woman got on the phone and listened to the gaggle and their questions. And all of a sudden, there's a little silence on the phone, and all of a sudden, they hear laughing. Great-grandma started laughing. And when she was done laughing, she said, Oh, for heaven's sake, I cut off the ends of the ham because we were so poor We couldn't afford a big enough pan for a whole ham. How many things in our lives are just like that? See, as little kids, we're working to figure things out. We don't know anything. We're little meaning makers. And it's our parents' responsibility. It's society's responsibility. It's our leaders, our mentors' responsibility to create culture, and culture is a series of repeated norms, acceptable behaviors, patterns of behavior. And there are certain patterns that are looked upon kindly, and there are certain patterns that are looked upon 
poorly. But just like a foreigner in a strange land, how do you know? How do you know unless there's someone to preach? How do you know unless there's someone to teach? How do you know what you don't know? And so we got to realize that life has choices. And these choices have consequences. And if choices don't have consequences, that's a problem. Because what happens is then we no longer have the ability to modify those. No longer ability to change our behavior, to change what we're doing. And we got to understand it's called conditioning. You remember a guy called Ivan Pavlov, right? Russian psychologist, famously known for his studies with the dogs, right? Pavlov's dogs, right? He'd ring a bell, bring him food, and tie that together. So after a while, that whenever the dogs heard the bell, they were excited about getting the food. And so eventually, just ringing the bell, even when the Ivan wasn't there, wasn't bringing food, the dogs got hungry. It's a study about dogs' digestive function. That dogs salivated whenever he delivered food to them. In a series of experiments about the phenomenon, Pavlov introduced various stimuli before giving the dogs food, and he noted an association between the stimuli and the salivation. A stimulus is anything that arouses energy or activity in someone or something. Pavlov's reflexes or I should say Pavlov named the dog's responses conditional reflexes and discovered that the reflexes came from the cerebral cortex of the dog's brain. Now listen carefully. Classical conditioning is learning through association. That's it. And we are conditioned, we are programmed creatures. It refers to linking two stimuli to create a new response from a person or an animal. This is where behavior modification Behavior reinforcement comes in. A conditioned response is an aspect of classical conditioning. Due to the learned behavior that does not come naturally, it requires the combination of a neutral stimulus. A school of science known as behaviorism was founded based on conditioning. Behaviorism is a theory of learning which states that all behavior results from conditioning. That's what it is. The theory of learning which states that all behavior results from conditioning. It is the carrot and the stick. This is what our judicious system was supposed to be like. We're scared straight. See, under the laws of motivation, you can find something called neuroassociative conditioning. NAC. Tony Robbins did a lot of work with him. Neuroassociative conditioning basically goes into the concept that there are two driving forces in life. There are two motivators, two things when you get right down to it that move us. We either are moving towards something we like we're, or we're moving away from something we don't like. We're either moving towards pleasure or we're moving away from pain. But this is why it's so important to understand logotherapy. We make meaning. We have to understand as a child, if A, then B. 
if A, and if A is something good, if I do something good, something positive, something constructive, I get rewarded. I get a reward. I get something, a treat, whatever it is. If, when I choose to do something that is not constructive, that is not uh, a blessing, that is not positive, whatever words you want to use, there's lots of words in the English language. then I get penalized. It was one of the reasons why I got out of the military. I was in the Army at 17 years old, on my own at 16, uh, on my, in the Army at 17, graduated high school on my own, uh, and I wind up getting out of the Army because I realized that no matter what I did, no matter how good I was, the guy who enlisted before me would always be, in char- always be ahead of me. And I'm a believer in a meritocracy. Reward me if I'm doing well, Punish me if I'm not the old carrot and the stick. So let me ask you something. How do you move yourself? How do you move others? If you don't have lines in the sand, if you don't have consequences for choices, why would anybody choose to make different choices? See, everything we do and do not do is driven by belief. And we understand that there are consequences And we understand that we are called to a certain standard, and we understand that certain things are acceptable and certain things are not. Then, now, we're dealing with behavior modification and behavior reinforcement. And that is Leadership 101. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. We'll be right back. You're a work in progress, a little more, a little more. constantly under construction. That's good. To build your productive life, you need the right tools from Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio. A good golfer has a great caddy who shares the load and understands the course. Hire Mr. Black as your life caddy to live more fulfilling and successfully. If you want to get to the next level and beyond, both personally and professionally, Sign up for Mr. Black's Immersive Leadership Awakening class. It's the most powerful, transformational two days you will ever experience. Stay in touch with Mr. Black and the change connected to him on your schedule with his daily podcast. Search Living Like It Matters wherever you get your podcasts. Walk along with Mr. Black as he goes to God's Instruction Manual. It's manna from the Word of God with Mr. Black's Bible teaching at wayofwarrior.blog. Build yourself up like it matters and get everything God has for you. Go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. You want to feel important? You want to be part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong? We felt that way too. I'm Lieutenant Colonel Ryan Rossman from Chisholm, Minnesota, and that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Minnesota Army National Guard soldiers. We are people just like you, and together we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit nationalguard.com forward slash MN to find out more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard, aired by the Minnesota Broadcaster Association and the station. Get ready for an unforgettable night of laughter with the hilarious comedian Jeff Allen. Not only do I have attention deficit, I'm also a functioning hypochondriac. Don't miss your chance to see Jeff Allen's Are We There Yet comedy tour. Those days I've convinced myself I need an ambulance, by the time I get to the phone to call one, I'm a distracted four or five times. Join us on Thursday, November 16th at Celebration Church in Lakeville. Go to freedom1570.com and save up to $10 per ticket. That's freedom1570.com. 
Hey, listen, are you a 50-year-old person looking for term life insurance? Then you need to talk to Bob. Bob specializes in helping people find a million dollars or more of term life insurance for a couple of hundred bucks a month. Look, you need to know there's a price war in the term life insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call Bob, and he'll shop and see how much money he can save you. Look, this could be the last term life insurance policy you ever have. Your rates are guaranteed for the next 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rates for the next 20 years. And if you're a smoker or your health is not perfect, Bob has great rates for you, too. So for a million dollars of term life insurance coverage for a couple of hundred bucks a month, Call Bob right now. 800-890-5049. 800-890-5049. That's 800-890-5049. Paid for by Term Direct. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And please... We need your help. Follow and subscribe to our podcast, Living Life Like It Matters. We have two podcasts, Living Life Like It Matters and Like It Matters Radio. Now, Like It Matters Radio is on the radio Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 12 noon Central Standard Time. You can listen live by going to freedom1570.com anywhere in the world. And then right afterwards, uh, my producers put it on likeitmattersradio.com. So you can listen to that show and many others. It's also a place wherever you find any podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everything. Please download, share, listen to it, okay? We get points. We get credits, which allows us to monetize, which allows us to grow, which allows us to change more lives, which allows us the prayer of Jabez to expand my territory, increase my responsibility, and keep me from pain. So, very important. And then we got Living Life Like It Matters. Now, that's a bi-weekly podcast. Again, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everything, please share it. Right now, it's a, it's a troubling time. People are sick. People are, are lonely. People are angry. People are bitter. People are being manipulated. People are helpless and hopeless. People believe that no matter what, nothing's going to change. That is what helpless and hopeless is. See, that is one of the saving graces of behavior modification. See, just like children, we like boundaries. We like to know where the lines are. Yeah, we still push the lines. We still push the envelope. But that's what behavior modification is about. There's a clear set rules, clear set of rules. Uh, If A, then B. And conversely, if not A, then not B. See, we can make sense of it. Right now, there's a lot of confusion. This is what the penal system was always about. When I was a kid, there was something called a scared straight where they would take these, you know, these people who hadn't screwed up too bad yet, but they were getting in the, the bad life. They were starting to gangbang. They were starting to do drugs. They were starting to play with guns and all that. And so they wanted to realize, man, you're going down a path that if you don't change it, you're gonna, it's going to be ugly, but they wouldn't believe them. So what they did is they started this process called scared straight, and they would take these, these young people who pretended to be hardened but hadn't been hardened yet, and they showed them. And they took them into these gangbangers who are in prison. These people are murdered. The people who have experienced the worst of prison life. And they say, if this is your future, if you don't change. Yeah. 
And that's what it was meant to do. Remember, you know, Sam Kinnison, I think of Sam Kinnison, whatever, I don't know why I think of Sam Kinnison, I think of uh, the Christmas story, right? The Christmas future. That was behavior modification. Don't you understand what that was all about? The Christmas past, the Christmas present, and the Christmas future. And the Christmas future was so scary that Ebenezer Screws would change his way. And bah humbug went to Merry Christmas. That's what's missing in the world today. That clarity, that confusion is now reigning supreme. I do a lot of prison work. I go into the jails, uh, although they've been locked down here in Texas because of drugs, uh, and I, I, I minister to people. You know, Jesus said that's true religion, uh, people that visit, people who have no hope. And so uh, he used to be a friend of mine. He went to my kid's school. Uh, one day the police were at my kid's school and arrest him because, and please, if there's any kids listening, hit the mute button right now or push the ears away right now. Because he was the second person in 12 months at my kid's school, which I love my kid's school, who was arrested for having inappropriate physical interactions with kids. One of them was a high school basketball coach, junior high basketball coach, who this girl, the star student of the basketball team, would travel with her family, and this coach would go along. Uh, And he was taken... uh, relations with his woman, girl, 14-year-old girl, 13-year-old girl at school, in the gym, on vacations with the kid's family. But this guy, a year later, who preached, they call him preacher, was arrested because his stepdaughter, he was doing terrible things. And so here's a letter I got from him, 122520. I thought I'd share it with you, a little scared straight. 2,000 days is a long time. Roughly 2,000 days ago, more actually, a man man known as Preach left his children and life behind so that he could live among murderers, thieves, rapists, and other such unsavorable people more than 2,000 days ago. A little more than 2,000 days from now, Preach's youngest son will turn 18 and will legally become eligible to communicate with his father. What could he possibly care to say at that point? Dad, screw you. I've been waiting 11 years to say that. I was seven when you went to jail. Do you have any idea what it's been like, a seven-year-old at school, thinking your dad went on some kind of trip, and the other kid telling me that you're really in jail? Yeah, that happened. Preach pauses and sobs while he considers his son's feelings during this event. But you don't care about that. All you cared about was hedonism. Well, I hope you're getting all you wanted in prison. As for me, I'm a man now. I grew up without you. I needed you, but you weren't there. So don't ever think of contacting me. That sounds about right. What else could someone be expected to say or feel after so long without his father? What would Preacher's response be? Eric, I'm so sorry for what you went through. Words. Who cares about words? What Eric needs is love, not words. And love takes time, and the time is lost. Words won't suffice. What will Susie's letter be like when she's 18? Right now, she spent almost half her life without me, her father. Her letter will be written seven years from now, 
Daddy. She'll probably call him Daddy. Sorry. On my 18th birthday, I received a box of hundreds of letters that you wrote to me while you were locked up. You wrote almost every week. I don't understand. If you love me so much, why did you hurt my stepsister and go to prison? Mom doesn't talk about you much anymore. But if anything, she says it's true. I shouldn't trust you, and I'm never safe around you. I want communication with you, but only on my terms. Letters only for now. I'm not ready to see or hear from your voice yet. So let me tell you what the past dozen years have been like for a girl whose father is a sex offender. Preach lies on his back and cries. And he spends another Christmas separated from his children. Will they ever be united? Can the past be repaired? Can he even make it another 2,000 days? And then another 1,400 after that until he discharges a sentence? Time may not seem like much to you, the reader, but Preach is becoming painfully aware of the significant, unrepairable effects of lost time. 2,000 days down. Merry Christmas. Sean Lyons. See, we used to have a, a standard that you kept a certain standard, and if you violated that standard, there was repercussions. But we don't have that standard, and why does that matter? Because globally we don't have it, have it. and if we don't have it globally, we're losing it locally as well. Kids are being disrespectful, disrespectful to their parents. People go to school or don't go to school. Have you been to a store lately? Employees show up and don't show up. Have you been to a restaurant lately? Service doesn't matter. You're lucky I showed up for my job. I got this article here, and you've seen it. You hear about all these shoppers. Did you see what's going on in San Francisco? Because there's no rule of law anymore. There's no standard anymore. We just make it up as we go. I got this article from Paul Morrow, Fox News, said the shoplifting crisis is a nightmare. Here are five things this ex-New York PD, NYPD inspector wants you to know. Zero cash bail is to blame for brazen smash and grab robberies. So just now Chicago, I'm pretty sure, became the first city with no cash bail. In other words, you can kill somebody and be out in the street a couple hours later. It happens all the time in Chicago. happens in New York. And so here are the consequences. See, this is what we got to realize is behavior modification. How do you change behavior? How do you reinforce behavior? There has to be consequences. And our shoplifting crisis is a perfect example of what's going on. Nowadays, people organize. They go in, they steal thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of stuff, and nothing happens. And it happened with the riots. And it happened with all the riots where people could kill cops and people could burn down cities. And as long as you're black... As long as you're a liberal, as long as you're a Democrat, there are no consequences. But now you look, if you don't believe the right things, they will hunt you down three years later uh, for, you know, for a, a violation of, of sp- throwing something on the sidewalk if you were there January 6th. You got to understand that we need boundaries. Many crimes go unreported today because victims feel the system won't help them. And so they're afraid that if they say something, the cops aren't going to show up anyways, and then the bad guys will come and get them. Many crimes today go unreported because victims feel the system won't help them. 
Many of these large shoplifting groups are organized. It's planned. It's called reparations. And this was the beginning with, with uh, you know, he started making exceptions. He started feeling sorry for people. A victim triangle, you know, the, the drama triangle with the victim, the persecutor. See, it all comes down to consequences. How do you change behavior? And after the break, I want you to know, believe it or not, it's really hard to change behavior in a good way. For some reason, we can do it unconsciously. For some reason, we can be manipulated and changed. But after the break, I want to give you eight reasons why it's so hard to change your behavior. Because a leadership principle that every leader needs to understand is any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. And what we got to ask ourselves, what behaviors up until now have we been reinforcing? After the break, we'll go through the eight reasons why it's so hard to change your behavior. If you're confused, lost, lonely, or feel like you're living in a foreign land, you are not alone. This is Scott B. Black, host of Like It Matters Radio. It's this crisis that created Like It Matters Radio in 2015. God charged me to bring hope to the airwaves by bringing clarity to the confusion and to help guide people to function at a higher level. We bring true therapy, and we need your help. Like It Matters Radio is now available to radio stations across this country. We need Like It Matters Radio in all 50 states, and here's what you can do to help. Please call the program manager of your local radio station. Ask them to add Like It Matters Radio to their schedule. It doesn't cost them anything and will add value to their station lineup. If you have questions, you can email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. Our nation needs to hear this message because our beloved country is rapidly deteriorating and freedom is continually being quenched. Call your local radio station today and ask them to add Like It Matters Radio. Together, we can help others live their lives like it matters. Hey, this is Matthew with The Kingdom Builders. Here's who we are. We're expert hail inspectors and give you an honest opinion on if you have damage. You could even say, we make an impact. We'd be honored if you look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. Take your investment knowledge to new heights this year on the 2023 Eagle Financial Publications Cruise. Join us along with The Money Show on a luxury voyage to the Caribbean and learn from top financial experts like George Gilder and Mark Skelson through workshops and seminars. Relax and refresh, all while discussing investment strategies with like-minded individuals. Secure your spot today at EagleFinancialCruise.com. That's EagleFinancialCruise.com. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. Don't get lost in the endless stream of misleading headlines. Turn to a leading source of conservative news. Townhall.com. Political cartoons. Thoughtful commentary. And an intelligent perspective on the day's headlines. Townhall.com. A division of Salem Media Group. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123. 800-504-1123. 
800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and I am in the classroom the next two weekends. Uh, this coming weekend, uh, Thursday, September 19th, or sorry, 21st, uh, we're going to be in Dallas-Fort Worth, a leadership awakening. Uh, Twelve people, my first class I haven't done with my wife in forever. I'm separating out my business and my marriage so I can uh, take my uh, business to the next level. It's time to regroup, and uh, the world needs what I'm doing right now. I feel like I'm having an Esther moment that I've been prepared for such a time as this. We're screwed up mentally. We're struggling. We're being manipulated. Fifth generation warfare. There's propaganda. Uh, I've been prepared for this battle. Uh, the battle's in the mind. Uh, transform your thinking. It was Dr. Viktor Frankl who said, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power, it's your freedom. And so, man, if you want to fight the good fight and win the good fight between the stimulus and response, get your butt in a class. Go to likeitmatters.net. We will be in Minneapolis. Our first time in Minneapolis, man, it's been a couple months, if not close to a year. Uh, Yeah, I'm glad to be back on the October 16th through 18th. Let's get butts in chairs, butts in chairs, and then I'll be back in Vegas uh, in November. Go to likeitmatters.net. To read about that. And by the way, for those of you that love uh, a good, uh, some good manna in the morning, some food from heaven, uh, man, I've been on fire with my daily text. I've been doing a daily text for 12 years every single day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Go to www.wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. And if you go down the bottom right, you'll see a thing that says follow. You can type in your email address there, uh, and then every day that I post, and it's real, it's meat and taters, it ain't some ordi orv, uh, it's good. So uh, wayofwarrior.blog. Put in your email address there under follow, uh, and every day I post, it will send it right to you. So I wanted to give you a nugget. You know, we can talk about uh, any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome or repeat itself. It's based on the basics of behavior modification. Uh, one of the qualities of a leader is the ability to motivate, to move people. Uh, and so if, you, if you're going to move people, you've got to understand people. And I always believe we start with ourselves. Uh, you know, the reason why I do what I do is I had a lot of pain, a lot of hurt. And in 35, 40 years, I want to process the pain and trauma and drama from my childhood, from the psychosis, psychology, all that. Uh, I learned a lot about people by learning a lot about me uh, because I am a people just like you're a people. Uh, And so, man, if if you can't make it work in your life, then will it work in someone else's life? And just because it does work in your life doesn't mean it won't work in somebody else's life or will work. And just because something else doesn't work in someone else's life doesn't mean it won't work in your life. You've got to test things out, but you can look at pattern. And so I got this article a while back uh, from Psychology Today, uh, Eight Reasons why it's so hard to change your behavior. Because I believe that we have to realize that the one person we have absolute control over is ourselves. See, I can encourage you to change. I can inspire you to change, but I can't make you change. The the old saying is you can lead a horse water, but you cannot make it drink. Even God is not a spiritual rapist. He doesn't force himself on anybody. All whosoever will, whosoever, 
people always ask, well, am I a child of God? And I mean, ask them, do you crave God? Do you desire God? Do you want to be a child of God? Well, I don't know. Then I'd say probably not, right? Maybe you are. You just haven't figured it out yet, but probably not. God chose some. God didn't choose others. I know some of you hate that. It's reality. I don't know how he did it, why he did it. He sits above time. Maybe he saw all of our choices and realized who would. I don't know. That's between you and God, not me and God. Uh, need to know basis. So what I want to share with you now is eight ways, uh, reasons why change is so hard for ourselves. Because if we can't change ourselves, how can we be teaching other people to change? I've done a lot of change. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of change uh, right in front of me right now. A lot of change. Matter of fact, uh, 917, this is when I wrote myself, notes to myself transitioning. I said, I'm in a weird place. I'm uncomfortable, unknowing, and unsure of what the future holds, but have a feeling it's an Esther moment. I've been prepared for such a time as this. I'm lonely and have very little concrete to hold on to. I have little sight, but a surety that God is in control. I'm a bit somber, even on edge. Not sure who's friend, who's foe, or who's fungus. I want God's best for my life. I'm tired of choosing leftovers. I'm tired of settling for good enough. It seems good enough is the enemy of significant. God didn't make me in his image to settle for good enough. I want God's preferred will, not the low-hanging fruit of his permissive will. A friend of mine, Kyle, texted me the other day that he loves me and he's thinking of me, praying for me. I sent him the text below with no forethought or prior consideration. It's a bullseye. I said, thanks, brother. God has thrown me out of my comfort zone. Changes are coming. I feel like I'm closing out a phase and moving into a new phase. I don't know. Not much detail in the vision. New wineskins, resurrection, retrieving the gold from the old. Ooh, that's good. God has taken me back to pick up some things I left, discarded, forgot, or didn't understand the value of importance of. The value or importance of. I'm retrieving the gold from the old. Eight reasons why it's so hard to really change your behavior. Number one, we're motivated by negative emotions, believe it or not. Remember neuroassociative conditioning says there's two driving forces, the desire for pleasure, the avoidance of pain. Seems like a lot of people are motivated by negative emotions. Anger, shame, fear, regret, guilt, right? It's sad. While it's understandable to think that strongly felt negative emotions like regret, shame, fear, and guilt should be able to catalyze lasting behavior change, the opposite is true. Negative emotions may trigger us to think about everything we're not doing or feel like we're doing wrong, but it's horrible fuel for making changes. Change studies found that 129 behavior change studies, listen to this, found that the consistently least effective change strategies hinged on fear and regret because what it does is it shuts you down so you got it and tomorrow we're going to talk about this as well why are goals easier at the beginning and harder to get going we're going to talk about this this is an important part uh, we're motivated by negative emotions we're going to really expand on this tomorrow in tomorrow's leadership principle number two we get trapped by thinking fallacies this is a big one cognitive fallacies feeling overwhelmed by trying to change a behavior tends to foster all or nothing thinking I'm going to change at all, and if I fail, that means I just can't do it, right? we got to chunk it down. In NLP, we call it chunking down. we got to take a look at the structure of the belief systems surrounding our change. Number three, why is it so hard to change? We, we, we work to eat the entire elephant. You know, the old saying is uh, the best, ba- uh, best way to eat an elephant is uh, bite by bite, right? 
Behavior change is a big thing. No matter the behavior, it's almost never possible to take all of it at once. There are layers. Remember, there's logical levels. There's six levels. We have trauma. We have drama. That's why we got to unpack it. And a lot of people can't unpack it. It's too painful. That's why you need someone like me. You need a life caddy. You need someone like me who can take you through the leadership awakening process that is a process designed to peel back the layers, pull back the pieces, because something you want to change could be consist of 12 different tragedies, uh, 10 different belief systems, uh, five different experiences, two different traumas got to unpack it because we only experience life one time and then we respond to how we coded it, how it's been codifying. Think about it, guys. So number four, we neglect the toolbox. This is one of the reasons for this radio show. If you want to fix your car, you need the right tools. You, why should changing something about ourselves be any different? This is why I teach you all this. Logotherapy, transactional analysis, neuro-linguistic programming, uh, constant never-ending improvement, emotional intelligence, epigenetics, cognitive behavioral therapy. This is a show based on science. I show you the toolbox. The problem is if you don't know the toolbox, you think every problem's a nail. And if every problem's a nail, the only tool you need is a hammer. Number five, we, we attempt to change too much. we got to chunk it down. If you can commit to changing one behavior long-term and really make it sick, that's commendable. Sometimes we take on this huge behavior change, but it's actually got six, eight, ten things. you got to break it down, chunk it down. In NLP, we call it chunking down. Number six, we underestimate the process. Change is never just one thing. It's a lot of connected things. There's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of trauma. And so sometimes you need someone that knows what they're doing to guide you through it because you're too emotionally involved. Go to likeitmatters.net. Reach out to me. Number seven, we forget that failure is usually given. We want to make a change and fail. You've proven one of the sturdiest truths of behavior change. Failing at least once is part of the process. You got to fail forward. Pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit again and again and again, which brings us to number eight reason why most people don't make change is because they don't make the commitment. If you've never really committed 100%, you don't know what it looks like, sounds like, feels like, smells like, and tastes like. You have no frame of reference. If nothing else, go to likeitmatters.net. You will learn what commitment looks like, sounds like, feels like, smells like, and tastes like. And without commitment, nothing happens. And with commitment, all great things happen. I'm Black reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Ron had a tax problem he just couldn't handle on his own. I owed the IRS taxes for over five years, but I didn't have any money to pay the taxes. Those years cost him dearly. Most of it was fees and interest. It was horrible. Ron finally called in the pros. I called Optima Tax Relief, and boy, am I happy I did. (laughs) The leading tax resolution firm, Optima, is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. They've resolved over a billion dollars for their clients. Ron was overjoyed. They settled my account with IRS. I was ecstatic. They are a lifesaver. They are. I am so happy. (laughs) Take Ron's advice and call Optima now for a free consultation. Yeah, don't do like I did and wait. Call Optima Tax Relief. Do it now. You'll be ecstatic like me. (laughs) Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Ringing liberty and truth. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.